Hello, everyone. This is Michael Fanning with Ask a Windermere Coach. And on occasion, I'll be joined by Nick Hansen, Doug Simcock, and Eric Thompson. On this podcast, we want to talk about how to create great work-life balance and epic customer service in the real estate industry. We hope you enjoy our podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone. This is Michael Fanning, and welcome to Ask a Windermere Coach. This is our coaching podcast where we tackle some of your toughest real estate questions, and we try to provide you with details and answers to proven solutions to some of our biggest challenges that we face today in the world of real estate. And today, I want to talk about I want to talk about process. I want to talk about habit. But a lot of times with our coaching clients, we get asked, well, what should I do to have the level of success that I want to have and hit the numbers that I want to hit and have the life that I want to have? And, you know, I'll tell you, it starts with being on purpose. You know, and unfortunately, in our industry, we have a lot of what we call on accident real estate agents. And it's not that on accident people don't make money and don't have success. They absolutely do. But they also hit burnout. They hit a lot of stress. And normally what we end up seeing is that they don't have consistency in their production and sometimes their life suffers, uh, whether it be relationships or being with their kids or just doing what they want to do, they find themselves working all the time. And one of the things that I'll tell you that if, if you're working 99% of the time, then something's wrong with your system and it's not sustainable. And so what I thought I would do in this episode is I want to break it down to what we call the 12 point checklist uh, that will give you a great week that'll allow you to really excel. And if you need to track this, by the way, all right, I, I highly recommend you track this and see if you can do this consistently for 40 weeks of the year. And you'd be amazed at what you'll do, not just with your business, but also with your life uh, in terms of just production. Okay. And so I'm going to walk you through those 12 points. And this was actually, I'd done this on a, a Fridays with Fanning. Uh, it's one of the tools that we use inside the Windermere world. Um, and it got a great response. So I thought we just would turn this into a podcast. So I'm going to walk you through it. And there's 12 points. So if you, if you want to get out a pen, you can. I'll also put these in the show notes so you can see the specific 12 points. Uh, but I'm just going to let's jump into it. So the first one is this. Wake up. <laughs> pretty straightforward. Pretty simple. Start early. Uh, at your day. And I recommend, I what recommend a five or a 5.30 a.m. start time. And the reason why that is, is that uh, if you listen to Robin Sharma, who runs the Titan Academy, he says, you know, those, that's the time when it's built for you and nobody else. And I got to tell you, uh, people aren't up that early. I know when I get up that early, uh, nobody is around and it's my time to do what I want to do. So the first one is just simply wake up. And when I say wake up, I don't mean wake up with a snooze button. I mean, your alarm goes off and you wake up. And hopefully if you've been doing this long enough, your body just wakes up at that time. But it does require some, uh, some you know, consistency in doing it over and over again before your body actually gets to that point. But if that's the case, then use an alarm and do not hit the snooze. If you are a constant snooze 
hitter, right? Where you're procrastinating right out of the gate in the mornings, uh, take your phone and set it across the room on an obnoxious ringtone so that you have to physically get up and walk over and turn your phone off. And at that time, you're already up. So it's something you might try. All right, number one was wake up. Number two, have a morning routine. Um, we recommend using uh, the 20-20-20 Robin Sharma routine. And here's what I will tell you. You know what? We coach a lot of people and a lot of people say, well, I've got a routine and uh, it consists of I get up, I get a cup of coffee and I look at my email or I get up and get a cup of coffee, you know, and I just I just get ready for my day. And that's not a routine. Getting up, just getting up is not a routine. Right. There's a specific type of routine we like you to use, and it starts off with simply movement. You know, there's a lot of science behind the power of moving first thing in the morning. Um, what it does is it gets the chemistry in your body correct. It gets your metabolism in a place for you to prepare for the day. It gets your mental space in a, in a, in a place where you're in what we call a low positive uh, type of scenario. And I'm not talking about a rigorous exercise. I'm talking about giving yourself, getting up out of bed, getting your, you know, your, your workout clothes on or whatever you're going to wear and, and going for a 20 minute walk or doing a quick run or jumping on your Peloton or getting on your exercise cycle or, or on your rowing machine or doing some squats and some jumping jacks and some pushups, just, just a 20 minute time frame where you get your blood pumping and you cleanse your body of those, uh, those chem chemicals that necessarily give us that stress anxiety, like cortisol and you increase the dopamine and you get your pharmacy in your body correct. And what you'll find is if you do that consistently, it's amazing what can happen. Then the second stage of the 2020, the, the next 20 minutes is to really look at your day, pull out your calendar, uh, your, your, your paper calendar, by the way, not your phone, pull out your paper calendar and say, hey, what does my day look like? And, is, and do I have everything that I need to get done today? And then you do uh, journaling. And so maybe state uh, three things you're grateful for, what are three things that would make today great, and write down your affirmation. And that would happen in the second block of 20-minute time. Then the third block of 20-minute time is a time for you to uh, listen to something motivational, uh, read 10 pages and maybe a good book that you're in right now, listen to a phenomenal podcast, right? Something along those lines. But I will tell you, if you will, if you will bulletproof yourself with a routine that consists of that type of of action, you'll be amazed at how you're able to take on the day. So number two, have a routine. So consistently wake up, have a routine. Next one, number three, show up. At what time are you showing up for work? And what I mean by that is you are dressed for work. You are mentally ready for work. You're in a space where you're going to now jump into uh, your activities. And I'll tell you, uh, the, the worst thing about real estate is that you get to make your own schedule. You know, some people say it's the best thing because I make my own schedule, but I got to tell you, it's not good because if you're making your own schedule and you're not showing up consistently, that's not good. Uh, when you had a job, a job, and you were required to show up at a certain amount, certain time, you did so. But now that you're on your own, you're your own boss, so to speak, you're not doing that. So show up, pick a time that you're going to show up to get started in working on your business. And we recommend, I got to tell you, we recommend eight o'clock. So, so far, what have we recommended? Hey, a 5, 5.30 start, run an hour that's just for you in the morning, the 20, 20, 20, and then pick a time that you're going to successfully show up, right? Number four, you're not jumping into email. I haven't even touched, looked at any of my transactions yet. I haven't done any of that stuff. Here's what I'm going to do. 
I'm going to do a quick market review to see what has happened before I begin engaging with my sphere, before I begin engaging with my clients, because things are going to come up, questions are going to happen. I want to know what's happening in the market. So I might read a Keeping Current Articles matter, uh, Keeping Current Matters article. I might uh, look at the Mondays with Matthew. I might go read the Matthew Garden report. I might do a real quick search maybe in the area that I dominate in with my business to see if there's been any change in terms of inventory, uh, you know, what's going on with interest rates as of today. I just want to get a little bit of market review done before I start engaging. All right. And then I move to step number five. Step number five is I'm going to pull out my warm and hot list. Notice I said pull it out. It's physically, I physically have it, my warm and hot list. And there's a lot of ways to track this. You can use uh, the Ninja Business Tracker is a great way to track your warm and hot list. Um, you can use uh, the Moxie tool, Moxie Engage. Uh, you can put it on a piece of paper, whatever you want to do. But I'm going to review my warm and hot list. And I'm going to look to see if there's any names that jump out at me that I might need to include in my activity today, such as maybe I need to write somebody a note. Maybe one of these individuals needs to get a phone call from me. Maybe one of these individuals needs a prop review, uh, or maybe I know something happening with one of these individuals and I want to reach out, maybe do a video text or do a phone call to let them know that I, I'm thinking about them, right? So you're going to look at that next. All right, so, so far, what have we done? We've woken up, we've run our morning routine, we showed up at a set time, we did a quick market review, we looked at our woman hot list. Now, the next one we're going to do is we're going to write two handwritten notes. And I have to tell you, I timed myself the other day in doing my notes, and it literally takes me seven minutes to write my notes. So I'm going to go look to my planner that I use, and I'm going to go look at the top of the planner for that day, and it says personal notes, and I've got two names already written down there. How did I already have those two names? Because I preload names. So through the course of my week to this week, I'm writing down names of who gets notes next week based on activities and engagement and contact that I've had with my sphere this week. Because if I preload the names, my brain is likely to make it happen. Well, most likely going to make it happen. If I don't preload the names, then my brain just says, wait, too much energy. I'm not going to write notes today. So again, two notes. Congratulations. Thank you. Just thinking about you. You were on my mind. Those are great handwritten notes to write. One thing I will tell all of you about notes, do not put business cards in your notes. Um, when you put a business card in your note, what you're doing is you're telling me, you're sending me the note for the sake of getting business. So you, you wish me a happy birthday and there's a business card in your note, not a good idea. You know, I have, uh, it's very unobtrusive, but on the very back of my notes is just my information of where I work and what I do. Um, but I'm not putting business cards unless, unless it is a business engagement. Maybe I met somebody and they were asking me about my work. And so maybe I'm going to reply back. So it was great to meet you. By the way, here's my business card. That is appropriate. Okay. All right. Uh, next one. Number seven, make your phone calls. We recommend 25 phone calls a week. And those phone calls consist of things like Ford, family, occupation, recreation, dream calls, uh, birthday calls, anniversary calls, house anniversary calls, congratulation calls, thinking about you calls, uh, client calls, cl updating the client weekly. And if you're doing 25, you can either do five a day, right? Five of those a day, or you can do 12 and 13 twice a week. Those need to be time blocked. And those happen right after your uh, handwritten notes are done. You move into your phone calls, right? What's number eight? 
Number eight is identify your property review clients for the week. Who are the two clients this week that are going to receive a property review, review from you, right? And when are you going to prepare it? And when are you going to get it sent out to them? Notice I said sent out or delivered, right? Face-to-face. -face. So you decide how you're going to do that, but they physically need to get the property review. And then you either have a phone call letting them know it's coming and then they get it. And then a phone call to see if they have any questions or you're physically dropping it off and taking them a small gift and maybe meeting them for lunch or meeting them at their house or whatever that's going to be. But we're going to we're going to note, identify who's getting the property reviews and then make sure in our calendar we have scheduled that time of when that's going to happen. All right, number nine, check in on the status now of your current business. Are there any loose ends you need to take care of or clients who need attention or any task items that you have on your calendar for the day that need to get done that are relevant to maybe a transaction or to getting a client closer to making the decision to write an offer or buy a house, whatever that happens to be. But that's when you're going to check in on the status of your current business uh, and take care of that. Or maybe that's also when you meet with, if you have an, uh, um, an assistant, right? Or a licensed agent assistant that you're going to say, hey, uh, we need to have a check-in. Uh, number 10, you're going to make two social media posts for the day. We recommend, uh, you know, that you, you post into Facebook, IG, maybe TikTok, LinkedIn, Twitter. Those are the platforms. And remember uh, what we call your three Ps, your passion, profession, and personality. And make sure when you're doing your posts that you're covering those three areas. I have to tell you, you know, I post a lot of stuff that may be related to business and they get very little, if any type of uh, engagement. And then I post personal stuff and it goes off the charts. But at the same time, I don't want to be a secret real estate agent. So I'm making sure people know what I do, but I'm, I'm giving people an understanding of my well-roundedness of all the different things that I do because people want to work with people that are just like them, people that we know, we like, and they trust. And that comes from posting stuff in addition to just your business, okay? Um, number 11, have two lunches or coffees each week. Uh, and by the way, when you're having lunches and coffees, please remember what we call your five magic questions. Your five magic questions are the questions you ask that help you identify uh, potential clients' future endeavors in real estate. So if I'm meeting you for lunch and we're sitting around talking and I start off with Ford, right? So how's the family? How's the job? You know, I was noticing you guys have now been in your house, what, like eight years yeah, we've been there eight years. Wow, you've seen some great appreciation. Let me ask you this. What are your long-term plans for your house? That would be five magic, uh, five magic question number one. And maybe they say to you, well, you know what? Uh, it's funny that you mentioned that. We've been talking about that. And now that we're empty nesters, we've been thinking about maybe doing something different. Well, let me ask you this. If you could wave a magic wand and live anywhere, where might that be? That's magic question number two. And I said, you know what, we, we thought about that. And we always thought we might want to just, uh, you know, get a little bit more rural and not be so downtown like we are now and maybe just get out, uh, out you know, out of the city a bit. Oh, well, that's terrific. Um, and who have those conversations. Uh, the third question sometimes we will ask is, hey, you know, if, if you find that they're really thinking about doing something, but they're concerned about, you know, the appreciation of what's been going on, you might say, hey, you know, with interest rates as low as they are right now, have you ever thought about doing something sooner rather than later? That's another great, great question to ask people. Um, the fourth question that I love is that, uh, hey, what are, you, what are your, is real estate part of your wealth plan? And sometimes people say, oh my gosh, what do you mean by that? Well, uh, have you ever had any um, visions of owning investment property or second homes? And so just another good way to have a conversation. And then the last one 
you know, uh, is that if they have if they have young kids, if they have grandkids, if they have nieces and nephews, you know, what are your dreams for your kids? What are your dreams for your grandkids? What are your dreams for your nieces and nephews, depending on how well you know these people? Because what we find is a lot of times people want to help fund those kids education in college specifically. And by owning investment property, they can make that happen. So my point is this, uh, number 11 is have two lunches or copies. Are you engaging with people and are you finding out what their future real estate endeavors might be? And then are you forwarding and recording, right? Taking notes and adding that to your database. So the last one, number 12 is this, finish your day strong with a wrap up. So look to see how did your day go? How well did you do? Did you stay on task? And by the way, I have to tell you, uh, a lot of people that we coach, they don't hit all of these consistently all the time, but they're doing at least 70% of them most of the time. And what you'll find is if you can have a score of 70% or higher in the things we talked about, you're going to be generating business, hopefully on the weekly basis, right? Because you're hitting, you're hitting these points. Uh, and then the other one is update your database and also update your whiteboard. You should all have a whiteboard in your office that just tracks uh, what we call your vital signs, right? How are you doing with your gross commission income? How are you doing with your transaction count, both month and both by quarter? Uh, who are the people that are currently under contract right now? Uh, on your whiteboard, what are you going to be learning this week? Do you have it written down what topic you're going to be learning? Uh, who are your people who refer you? And when was the last time you communicated with them and you have those people written down? Do you have your warm list written down? Do you have your hot list written down, right? Those are the things that should live on your whiteboard. And at the end of the day, you might need to make some updates and change that. And if you'll notice, all these things that we just went through, they don't require a lot of time. In fact, we have found that on the course of a week, these activities that you need to run take less than 10 hours for the week that leave you a lot of time to work in your business. But this is the stuff that you work on your business and you make sure that it generates more business for you. And I have to tell you, this is the biggest challenge we run into. A lot of agents, they get distracted, they get a transaction, and these things that we just talked about, these 12 items, they stop doing them. And if you stop doing them, it's kind of, think about it, it's just like a, it's just like a water faucet. If you want the water to run, you got to turn the water faucet on. If you want the water to stop, turn the water faucet off. So think about these 12 things. If you want business to be on, turn on your activities. If you want businesses to stop, turn off the activities. I wish it was more complicated than that, but it's not. It really is that simple. And, and then remember, don't let the hard days win. You're going to have difficult days. You're going to have days that pull you off, especially right now with what's happening with the holidays, right? We're going to get pulled off, off course. Stick with it. Stick with it. Build a habit of doing this. So, so I will put these 12 in the show notes. Uh, hopefully you found this helpful. Um, and uh, if you want to know more about uh, what we're doing, if you're listening to this podcast and you're currently not with our coaching program, uh, Windermere Coaching might be the avenue for you. Uh, you can just find more about us at windermerecoaching.com. And uh, I want to just end these podcasts like I always do. Um, if you like what we're doing and we're hitting the mark, please let us know. Give us a share. Give us a rating. It really helps us. And then send me any information as a, in, in regards to what you might want to hear more of or any questions that you have that you might want me to give answers to. I'm happy to do that. And we always end by saying, hey, be awesome and help somebody. And please make it a great day. Thank you, everyone. Well, we hope you enjoyed our podcast. 
We want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen. If you found it useful or helpful, please feel free to share it and also give us a rating. Also, if you think that Windermere Coaching might be right for you, please feel free to just look us up at windermerecoaching.com. And we'll end by saying this, be awesome and help someone. Make it a great day.